my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. iHeartRadio presents Podversations a weekly discussion with the biggest names and influencers in podcasting. Want to learn the secret psych-up ritual Scrub stars Zach Braff and Donald Faison use before every fake doctor's real friends taping? How Vice News parachutes into war zones to rescue journalists from life-threatening situations? Or why Keegan-Michael Key and Blumhouse believe 3D audio is the future of storytelling? Whether you're a newbie trying to break into the podcast game or an exec trying to refine your playbook, Podversations is the easiest way to keep your pulse on the industry. I'm Connell Byrne, CEO of the iHeartMedia Digital Audio Group. Thank you so, so much for joining us again for another session of the iHeart Podcast Speaker Series. For folks who have watched these in the past, we started this routine almost two years ago when we were moving into quarantine and we felt like we were a little more disconnected from each other than normal. And we wanted to keep up a routine of conversation with our creators and partners and we could share those with others. And it's led to some of the most 
interesting conversations that I've had, period, in the last two years with a lot of our creators. What drives them, why they're interested in podcasting as a medium that they've chosen to make content in and to have conversations. This week is no exception. In fact, it is exceptionally awesome. I get to hang out with Eva Longoria and Danya Ramirez. First of all, thank you two so much for hanging out with me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having us. It's one of these weird conversations where you're like, the two of you genuinely don't need an introduction. I won't really give one, but yeah, yeah, I no, it's okay. <laughs> no, I hate introductions. It doesn't really matter yeah. what we've done before. What matters is what we're doing now. Could, yeah, it's about the it. now. And also, I think, you know, that's the whole point about why we wanted to do something through, you know, the ear and podcasts. It's really about finding that commonality between everyone. And so that they were not like somehow above or doing something extra than other people, but everybody's part of this one common ground. Really good start though, Danya, is like you've already hit it on the head. And one of my questions was, you have been a mainstay and a powerhouse appearing in multiple, multiple amazing, what I'd loosely call sight, sound, and motion, TV and film productions, right? The one that moved me most recently a bunch was Sweet Tooth, but it's one of dozens, literally. You are now choosing as at least one of your next projects, sound. So removing the sight and the motion part of it. And I just want to know as a creator, I have a bunch of questions, but this is the first. As a creator, you approach an audio drama project and we'll get into what it is and, and why and what the backstory is and all that stuff. But just as a creator for starters, what is that like? Do you have to like rejigger your mind? So how do you do it? I think this was a first for all of us. And I think that's the part that was really also exciting about it. And like you said before, this is something that, you know, podcasts have always been around. But I think after COVID, everybody really tried to tap into different ways to get a message across. I was just lucky, you know, to be partnered up with Eva, who had, you know, amazing connections within, you know, she's always doing podcasts herself and has a very credible voice and makes sure that the message of not only Latinx community, but really anything that's really, you know, sound and important to get out. So I was just very lucky to be partnered up with her. You know, this was a project that we had been developing for a while. And it could have been, again, this is, you know, IP for either film or television. At one point, we were just sort of like, getting the story together. Like, what do we want to say? How do we want to retell this incredible story about the Mirabal sisters, which is what our podcast is about? She called me up and was like, hey, would you be interested in doing this as a podcast? And I just saw it as a great opportunity, but we didn't know what we were doing, you know, from the very start, we just sort of like, you know, figuring out like, what is this really about? And it was about really making that transition, disconnecting your mind from like something visual, something that you could actually just be watching to what does this really sound like? And that was a very interesting way for us to think about telling this very courageous story, but also talking about the Dominican culture from a place of sound. I thought that was a very interesting way to go about it because a lot of people have a very hard time defining how do we get the Latin people to show up and listen to things and, or, or watch things. And it's always been a market that people have a hard time cracking. And this is a very interesting way to go about it because you really get a feel that we are so all together. Like our Latin community, we have people from Spain, from Mexico, from Dominican Republic. And we all think of ourselves as very proud of our individual countries. So this is a way to talk about it and a way to introduce what our culture is really like, but really through a, a universal theme that can mm. relate to just anyone. 
Yeah, it's really interesting. So first of all, the story that we're talking about today is called Sisters of the Underground, a new audio drama podcast that launches August 31. It's an eight episode scripted series. It's executive produced by Eva and Danya. Danya also stars in it. It follows the true story of three women. They're known, like you said, Danya, as the Mirabal sisters. They sort of kind of changed the world. They had a life of activism in the Dominican Republic, ultimately led to a state orchestrated assassination and then outrage that led to the downfall of one of the most brutal dictators of the 20th century, known as El Jefe. Before we move on, and so a powerful, powerful story that we're going to tell. But before we move on, over to you, Eva, for the same question. So we've had this really interesting bridge where everybody from Will Ferrell playing around with the Ron Burgundy character to Shonda Rhimes just executive produced a huge audio drama series for us a few months ago. What was that like for you to say, okay, I'm going to try an audio drama and take away a lot of the tools that I'm good at, frankly? What did your brain do? Well, yeah, it short circuits a little bit. Your brain short circuits a little bit. But I was so blessed with Danya because Danya as a person is actually very sensitive to people's energies, people's feelings. She's really in touch with like truth and like, let's figure out a different sense that we have to activate. It would be with Danya because she's like, let's figure this out. And so, yeah, I'm like, what's the story? You know, we were developing this like a traditional drama and you can't, you really have to put on a really different hat. And we were just talking the other day, Danya was like, what does the ocean sound like? What is this, you know, what does Dominican Republic sound like? And I think that specificity to come through a podcast, it's beautiful. But it's also authentic because it's coming from not only Danya, but our writer as well, Jose Maria, who is Dominican, great filmmaker, great storyteller, great writer, and their vernacular and their vocabulary and, and how they wanted to describe not only Dominican Republic, but like this era in yeah. Dominican Republic. Like that was something they had to dig really deep. I just sat back and was like, you guys are geniuses. It was really Danya and Jose Maria that really figured it out and kept pivoting and going, okay, no, you know what? We're going to go in this way. And it was this really beautiful creative process to watch because it is a different medium. And I think it's a great medium. I mean, I've been a fan of many of these docu-series and these drama series. And like, I sometimes prefer to listen to them. Like, I want to imagine myself. I want to imagine what they look like and felt like. And I want to feel the emotion. And I think sometimes TV and film makes you lazy. You know what I mean? You, you There it is. That's how she looks. That's how she's feeling. She's crying. And so I, I, I was just really amazed at Danya's creative process of like how to pivot to this format. And she did it so beautifully. And you'll see, you'll hear. <laughs> <laughs> you could hear it so well, you can almost see it. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the slogan. <laughs> I think we have our tagline. But I mean, we've often called this theater of the mind. And I can't agree with yeah. you more. It's like, it's funny, the most powerful production company in the world is your brain. So if you hear a world and you fill in the visuals of that world yourself and almost tailor it to your own world, it can actually become more personal.
I want to go back to sort of origin stories. And back to you for a second, Eva. Where did this all start for you? Like some of the most interesting parts of these conversations for me has been finding out that little spark of creativity that a creator might have been inspired by when they were really young, six or 10 or 15, where a, a mom or a dad or an uncle or a friend inspired them to be a creator. Where did that start for you? I'm really a director, producer turned actor. You know, people think like, oh, she's an actor turned director. No, I was always the business mind, like bottom line, budget, structure, quota, like give me metrics and I will meet them and exceed them. But like the creativeness came much later. Like I really had to find my voice in what I wanted to say. And that's a huge undertaking in life. Like you have to take an emotional inventory of your life and you go, why am I here? Really big questions. What am I trying to do? You know, we act and produce and direct, but that's what we do. That's not who we are. And so who am I is really where we have to start. And then from that, you know, what's the impact we want to have on the world? And so when this came up, when I, you know, did my deal with iHeartRadio, you know, they were like, we want you to not only, you know, do a podcast, but like go find those stories in the Latinx community and go find those storytellers for us. And it was so serendipitous. Donnie and I were talking about this the other day. It was like, I, I did the deal. I did my podcast. I'm starting my podcast. I had another podcast. And Donnie came to me with this idea. And she's like, what about Meet All Sisters for a show? And, da, da, da. and I was like, oh my God. This is so crazy. Like literally at this moment, it was so it's just all really you have an ecosystem of creativity that we feed off of each other, you know, and so I'll see our friend Rosin doing something and I'm like, oh, my God, what is that? That's amazing. How can I help? She'll see me doing something. Danya's like, what are you doing over there? I have this. So it's like we have this beautiful like Danya's talking about uh, this beautiful sisterhood. And that sisterhood is, I think, based on creativity. We all really inspire each other. And that's where I think it was born for me was being around these ladies. Danya, what about you? Was there a moment when you were, I don't know, 10, 15, whatever, where you were just um, like, that's what I want to do. I want to be a storyteller. You, know, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's very interesting because like, oh, and this is why Eva and I, and I've always, you know, wanted to work with Eva because of her other side of the brain, you know, because she's, you know, it's a good combination of two people that really come together to really be able to tell these kinds of stories. Because for me, I'm such an in the moment person and like, I, and I live it. I grew up in Dominican Republic, you know, like I am a true like came at the age of 10, didn't speak English. Like thinking of this as I can't believe I'm sitting here with you guys, you know, being able to have a medium through iHeart and, you know, my cultura in podcasts to be able to really tell these stories and to put together these creative people to give us a voice, you know, and that for me is where it came for me. I didn't grow up thinking that I was going to do this for a living. I grew up in the middle of the Dominican Republic with like no running water, no electricity. Like this was so far-fetched in my life that I didn't think that I was going to ever get the opportunity to tell these important thoughts that I, I've always had to the masses. So for me, this has just been a great life journey. I really came to the United States when I was almost 10 years old. My dad wanted me to be a lawyer because, you know, he's like, you have all these thoughts and you're so outspoken. And I always felt like got to stand up for what's right or got to, you know, if I have something to say, what is what, what, what makes me now like American? What makes me tick? You know, for me, the podcast world has given me an opportunity to really tap into something that has always been a part of me my entire life. Like I think in songs, I think in feelings, you know, this is just 
how my brain works. For me, it's always about what's the message? Like, what do I want to tell the world? So for that the creative within me, I guess when I think back at my life, has always been a part of me, but it wasn't something that I was identifying with, like, I'm going to be an actor, I'm going to be a, uh, you know, a producer, I'm going to be a director. And this is why being at the right place at the right time and meeting the right people. I come from a family full of women. And for me, you know, being able to pair up with other incredible women like Eva and other women that I have gotten the opportunity to, to even bring into the project, like Mari Castellanos, which is another Dominican writer that has come in and blessed the project. You know, the people at School of Humans also that have come in and really been able to really be our legs throughout this entire process. That's what makes me tick. That's what makes me want to continue to be a creator because really I want to be able to touch the masses and be able to get to, to communicate to them the things that are inspiring. Because those are the things that unite us, you know, like I always say, change is, is inspired, is not demanded. And so to be able to tap into my emotions as a creator has been a blessing. And I guess to get back to your question, when did it start for me? I get I, when I was born, I don't know. I've been singing <laughs> and making stories up in my head since I was a kid. You know, <laughs> I didn't even have TV till I was like five. So my imagination has always been wild. <laughs> that, that arc of your life is phenomenal from no running water in DR to an extremely accomplished, well-known actress in the United States. But Eva, what were you going to say? I didn't want to jump in. Just to piggyback on what Danya's saying is like this creativity and, and inspiration, you're inspired to change. That's why this particular series about the Mirabal sisters is so relevant. If you look yeah. at what's happening in our country right now with women's rights and everything being stripped away, we need those ladies today. We need those women today to do what they did, you know, in Dominican Republic here. So the fact that we have to pay attention and you have to be civically disobedient and you have to stand up for what you believe, it's like, that's the example they set back then. And, and it's like, something we need today. That's why I'm, I was excited to be able to retell this story to a new generation. You know, I have children, Eva has, you know, has a child as well. So like for us, it's what kind of world do we want to leave behind for our children to be a part of? And how do we inspire them to be motivated to actually have a voice and reminding them like this is something that happened back in the 1960s. So like if mm -hmm. these women in the Dominican Republic were able to have a voice and really say, stand behind what they really believed in and evoke some kind of change, that everyone's still capable of doing that. And that's an important message for us all. I love yeah. this idea of inspiring change instead of forcing change. It's pretty powerful. I want to mm -hmm. hit on one thing you said, though, Danya, which is this question of identity. You mm -hmm. grow up in Dominican Republic, and now you have a very different life in the United States. And some of that is just a, I've moved from point A to point B, but a lot more goes into that. And there are questions of like, am I Dominican Republican? Am I American? How do you think of yourself? And this will get in a lot, by the way, to why and how we launched My Cultura, this podcast network. But I want to hear from you first. How do you handle that every day in your own identity crisis or not? <laughs> What's that like? You know, I think what this time gives you an opportunity to really look inward and really appreciate the fact that you're here as this soul having a human experience. Experience. So for me, my human experience started as a Dominican little girl, and then he brought me to America. Mm. But being able to understand who I am and love myself as I am and not make any excuses for it and allow people to see the strength within that is really what allows me to then share my culture 
in a way that it's not confusing for me. I am a powerful and, and proud Dominican woman living in America and love the fact that I've gotten the opportunity to be in America as that and to share my story the way that I do so that we can all understand that really, even though we're all so very different and it's amazing to be proud, it's also important to see the qualities that, that unite us all. And for me, the United States gave me an opportunity to be sitting here and to go from being in the middle of nowhere in Dominican Republic to sitting with you fine people, telling my story and hopefully inspiring the world. You know, this is what we're here to do. So my experience starts at my home. I grew up as this young woman in the Dominican Republic. I think there has to be a lot in the way that I see the world because everybody sees it differently and there's no judgment on my part. But like, I think it's important for us to put more emphasis on loving our ourselves as is and being able to share that from a very powerful place so that everybody gets a chance to share who they are and however they feel from the place that they feel it. And so maybe hopefully that can cut off some of these judgments and some of this division that we're feeling. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billings, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Eva, let me ask you a similar question. So a year and a half ago, we saw something happening in podcasting, this medium that has exploded, right? It's the most recent mass reach medium. It's got 120 million Americans a month listen to podcasts. It's insane, huge audience now. But we saw something happening in this medium that's happened in a lot of mediums. Wild underrepresentation, specifically from Latinx audiences. So Latinx population of the United States, roughly 20%. Huge, actually. And growing fast. Latinx listenership in podcasting, only about 10%. Mm -hmm. Oddly, it was the fastest growing demographic of new podcast listeners were Latinx. So in a sense, they were jumping in quickly because they were catching up to the awesomeness of this medium. But we saw a lot happening was like Latinx audiences would test podcasts and then think, there's not a lot of content here that speaks mm-hmm. to me, that's from me, that's about me, and not mm-hmm. stay. So we thought mm-hmm. this was reason enough to launch a thing called My Cultura, My Culture, a podcast network, not just for, but for at least in part Latinx audiences. Does everything I just said sound annoyingly familiar yeah. to all of content, all of media? And you're like, yeah, no, yeah. We've, we've dealt with this before. Yeah. Like, maybe talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, representation across all industries, by the way, you know, women in tech, Latinas in tech, Latinas in STEM, Latinas in higher education. I mean, you know, like I say Latinas, but Latinx as well, like our brothers and sisters together, we're always underrepresented from publishing (laughs) and that industry of like, why aren't our books published to this podcast world? And that's what I was really interested about with My Cultura is that you guys just really made us feel like we have a space and you really validated the fact that you cannot tell our stories without us, right? And so never about us without us. And that's what I really liked about this whole series. And I love Wilmer's podcast and I love Rosalind's podcast and I love the Latina to Latina. Like I really just live in the My Cultura uh, <laughs> podcast world. And I'm like, oh my God, I listen to her. I listen to him. Because I, yeah. I find it funny and I find it relevant to me. And that doesn't say I don't listen to other stuff, but like if there's a spirituality thing I want to listen to, I kind of want to listen to it from a Latina. You know, if, if I want to get child education stuff about my toddler and potty training. I would love to hear a Latina's take on that. And so it was, I, I remember even a year ago, it was sparse. Like, oh yeah. my God, where is everybody? And so to be a part of this kind of wave of creators is really, really exciting. And I'm grateful for it, but I'm like, uh, good on y'all for doing it and smartening up to the fact that, you know, we're a huge demographic. And the reason you see an increase in Latino subscribers 
subscribers of late is we're a very young demographic. Just to piggyback on that, like the reality of it is at the Latino community, like you listen to things and you gravitate towards things because you can see yourself in it. You, it sounds like you. It feels like you. The passion behind it is you. So it, like any other culture, of course, you're going to want things that speak to you. So, you know, it's really exciting to be a part, like you said, Eva, of this wave and to be a part of that creative team of like, you know, this is what we sound like because we do have a huge demographic of people that just want to hear themselves. I mean, I yeah. know that sounds really simple, but, you know, yeah. it's much easier to like think mm -hmm. of like a revolutionary story being told or like you said, like hearing about your child care or whatever from someone that feels like you because then it feels like yeah. it's your experience as well. And you don't feel like you're alone and you don't feel like you're, the, you know, you have nowhere to go because you feel supported by mm -hmm. this group of people that honestly, yeah. I mean, if you don't, have, if we're not represented, it just feels like a lie because I walk around, I'm like, all of my friends are Latin. So I'm like, yeah. where are they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, also like Dania said before, this story has been told. People know of the Mirabal sisters, but I was so interested in Dania's take. Like right. when Danya explains these ladies and her point of view and her feeling about it, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about that view? Like, I'm sure Steven Spielberg can do an amazing movie about them, but like, I want our version of it. You right. know what I mean? And, yeah. and that's what really makes this particular series very different from any other reiteration that you may have heard about these ladies. This is a very specific point of view and it's really beautiful. So it's a testament to you and the Michael Tura, you know, and the IHER people to really be, have been able to give us the liberty to tap into the authenticity of what the Dominicans really sound right. like. We really had the liberty to hire Dominican voices, to feel like we were going to introduce Dominican music. The sound is Dominican. And like you said, Eva, before, this story has been told before. And even if it was told from a Latin perspective, it wasn't a specific Dominican take on it. And that is so important for us Latinos, you know, because mm -hmm. I can, you can be, you know, from Mexico, from Cuba and be listening to this podcast and say, oh, that's what Dominicans sound like. Right. That's what, you know, and it's more interesting that someone trying to relate the story to just make it yeah. sound a little bland and you know, know what I mean? Yeah. More like, oh, we yeah. just got to sound average, you no know, Latin or don't have a Dominican accent because we want to relate to the masses. And I think that's where a lot of people have been going wrong in the past. Yeah. You know, we yeah. are specific, not just from a Dominican point, but it is important to be specific about our culture. Well, yeah, I mean, what I think you get in this show is it's the stuff of legend. It's in the bloodstream for Dominicans. And that is hard to replicate outside of that. So unless you have that kind of uh, passion driving at least some of the storytelling, like mm -hmm. from you, Danya, it's going to be a different show. That's what makes this, I think, a level up. So okay. what I keep hearing, though, like just to sort of close on this question is I think sometimes the best stuff gets made when certain creators face headwind. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but when they feel sort of like an outsider or they don't belong. And I hear from you, Eva, like, look, I came up through the business side of this. And then I started to inch my way into the performance side. Danya, you're from Dominican Republic, now in the United States. I've heard this refrain in other creators too, like Bowen Yang, who does podcasts with us, grew up as a gay comedian in New York City and sort of faced that sort of outsider headwind. And so had to do it differently and better and work harder. Danya, back to you. Like, is that something that makes you wake up every day feeling hopeful about the state of entertainment and content and where it's going? Or are there honestly no. some days where you're like, ah, it's still a lot? 
<laughs> I'm a very honest person. So to say that sometimes I don't wake up and say, hey, this is a lot. <laughs> would not be being true to myself. You know, I'm the kind of person, obstacles and things that come into your way are only things, whenever you overcome them, you just feel so much better about yourself afterwards. So I do feel like it is hopeful every time you get to conquer something. And this is a milestone for me. This is something like, okay, now I've gotten to get to tell this story from a very specific perspective. And I never thought I was going to be able to do that. And yes, I had to work so much harder to actually get it done. And I feel really blessed to have had the support that I've had. But I do always look at it. And this is not just about this podcast, my entire life. You know, there was a point at one point I was writing, I started writing a book. They wanted to do a book about my life story, sort of like how I came in. And it just like, I, I, I put it on pause for a while because I was sounding like a victim and I'm not mm. here in spite of what happened to me. I'm not here despite, you know, these things. I am here because of them. And it's because of these you know moments in life that feel difficult that I feel capable and able to feel proud of where I am and where I'm going. Mm -hmm. Eva, what about you? Is it a moment where you feel kind of, it's a tough moment in our country, depending on, mm -hmm. maybe not, depending on where mm -hmm. you stand. Are you feeling like, yeah, but we also, to be hopeful about it, we have a moment here where literally technology, podcasting is helping us get stories out in a different way that's a little more of a yeah. level playing field. Most days, do you wake up pretty hopeful about the state of entertainment and creators? I am, in general life, the glass is half full. I'm like the optimist. I'm like Don. I'm like, there's an obstacle, let's jump. <laughs> let's jump over it let's go through it like I'm always like it's gonna come out better this is gonna make us better and so I think that's the one thing that we can't let this country our politics our troubles really weigh you down you have to keep your foot on the gas and keep moving forward and you have to be hopeful that things are changing and not just sit back and go I hope but like do the work, like we're doing this podcast because we want to see the change, you know, and we're producing other things. We're telling other stories. And so it's more than like, oh, I'm, I'm so great. Other people are moving our agenda forward of representation. No, 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 you move it forward. So I'm an optimist, but I'm also an activist, right? Like I want to manifest everything that needs to happen and it's going to happen. And so being part of the solution is my big thing. And especially when you think about the things that are happening in our country, it's so easy to have apathy to go, uh, I mean, what can I do? Whether it's the environment and saving the earth or world hunger or women's rights, you're like, well, I'm just one person. Well, no, recycle that one plastic bottle and go and vote in your mayoral local elections. There's stuff you can do and be active in creating that change. And so I think we just have to keep our foot on the gas and not really succumb to, oh, you know, this is too big for me. Nothing's too big. Listen, if doing the work means putting out compelling, smart, aspirational, inspirational content, you guys have done it in this show, Sisters of the Underground. Phenomenal. It'll, <laughs> it'll sort of shake listeners to their core in the best ways that content can. Everybody, listen, it drops on August 31. It's part of my cultura, a huge, big, multi-multi-year effort for my heart media to level the playing field in podcasting for Latinx creators. And Eva Longoria, Danya Ramirez, I'm just so, so, so grateful that you've been a part of it. I, I really do. I really do thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having us. This is really great. Everybody, thanks for tuning in and listening and watching. We will see you next week. Be well, take care. We'll talk to you soon. Conversations is a production of iHeartRadio. You can find more from the biggest names in podcasting on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.